Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Hello. And we're talking about how to live a loving life again and again and over and over, <laughs> all right? And I don't think we can talk about it too much. I think um, the one thing we have to understand in life to find purpose, joy, and peace is love and what it is and how it works. And uh, one of the hot topics that I, I call it hot because it always gets me in hot water when I talk about it. Um, we've talked about it briefly before. I want to try to unravel it a little more today because it, I would say it draws the most confusion, and I totally understand why. And Tammy, I mean, probably, I don't know, maybe years, <laughs> you know, um, Tammy would be like, I do not understand what you're saying, and that's crazy. And and I may not have understood what I was saying either, but I think it's true, um, and that is that that boundaries or lines we draw when we fail to love, and that love is its own boundary. So what we're going to talk about is, what does that mean? What what does it mean that love is its own boundary? And I want to clarify, I'm not anti-boundaries. Well, (laughs) yes, I am. (laughs) So I'm I'm not anti-boundary because love is a boundary. I'm not for everybody can do everything they want to do, now, you don't control other people, but I'm definitely, I don't believe love is passive and, and I don't think it's tolerant either, you know? So, I, so love in and of itself is a boundary. So love is your offense and your defense, but the word boundaries in the world's sense is always talking about things you need to do to protect yourself from other people without regard for them. So the, the, the word boundary, so the psychologists, the people that teach this stuff, the guys that write the books will tell you that your boundaries are not for other people. They're for you, for you. And the first time I, th- I thought I heard that, I thought, oh, maybe I didn't understand them. Maybe they're on some truth here. But actually what they're saying is your boundaries are for you without regard for the other people. So they're to protect you. So they, they doubled down on what I was trying to say was wrong with it. This is getting confusing already. I know. Does that make sense? It is. Okay, so and then I'm going to I'm going to tell it. So I'm going to retell a story and you may not have heard it because I think the first time I shared it was um, in one of the very first podcasts. It's a funny story and it it helped me learn about love and what it was. But I'm going to use it in a different way this time. I want to reveal I'm hoping that through this story, I can help you see what I mean specifically when I say love is its own boundary. After we do that, we're going to go to a few scriptures. What I what I did was I went on and I went and did some a little bit of research on the people who suggest you need boundaries and boundaries I'm I'm arguing are the selfish boundaries boundaries that are for me without regard for you and and because the question I'm always asking is what boundaries did Jesus have other than the boundary of love what boundaries did he have and and then so I researched what scriptures do they pull that they suggest were Jesus having boundaries? And so I, I wrote down a couple of those scriptures. Tammy's going to read them for us. We're going to and we're going to talk about those and and why I believe those are actually the boundary of love. And hopefully this will all paint a better picture because I do know this is a confusing topic. Like you used to tell me in the kitchen, you'd be like, "Hey, you know, are you saying that if you came at me and um, that you were going to hit me or something that I sh- that I shouldn't have a boundary that you can't hit me?" And and we had some go back and forth, right? <laughs> yeah, we did <laughs> on that. But what I was saying was, if you love me, you're not going to let me hit you. Yeah. If you can, right? If you can do anything about it, you know, grab a baseball bat or something. If you because you 
because you don't want me hitting people, right? But if we only love ourselves, then we don't. We really don't care if you if if the other people hit people as long as they don't hit us. And that that if we really love someone, we won't participate in them hitting anyone. Therefore, we never have to worry about them hitting us. All right. So here we go with the story. Um, the story is the ice cream story. If you read the book, if you haven't read the book, you need to read the book. <laughs> the right fight, how to live a loving life, is chapter one. And here here comes the freebie. If you if you haven't read it, but we. We had a, a, a old pickup truck, and we took our kids on ice cream runs all the time. Well, I say all the time, but, you know, my mom did it with me when we were kids and French fry runs, and it was usually, like, late night. We didn't do, had to do nothing evening, nothing going on. We're looking for something to do. The kids were bored. We were bored, and somebody would say, ice cream run, and we'd go in the truck and go get some ice cream. And we had three kids, and they were absolutely going to spill ice cream in the truck, mm-hmm. like, every single time but it really didn't matter too much because my truck stunk (laughs) anyway it was an older truck carpet already stunk and it smelled better for a few days after the ice cream till it (laughs) um yeah till it didn't (laughs) and it smelled like spoiled milk but it was okay and then i got a new truck and i get a new truck and i realize i need some boundaries to protect my truck because I know. I mean, you, first of all, you know how new vehicle smells. It had been over a decade since I had had one, and this thing was nice, mm-hmm. right? I mean, well, it was a pickup truck, but it was nice compared to my to my other one. Mm-hmm. And I was 100% sure they were going to spill the ice cream. And so I, I, I came up with a boundary, and my boundary was no more ice cream runs. But I knew that was selfish, so my approach was to justify it. You know, every time we do something selfish, we have to justify it. And love does not need justification. Love is just, which means it protects you too. You know, if this situation is just, it's good for everyone. If I need justification, I need justification because it's it's good for me, but it's not good for you. And I'm justifying why I'm going to do it anyway. And that's what I'm doing. Here I am about to do this. I would tell you at that time how much I love my children. And, and I argued that I did. But in this scenario, I was loving my truck. And so... Anyway, you cut it, no more ice cream runs. We didn't do that. And after a while, I started feeling guilty, rightly so, as I should have. And especially whenever someone would say ice cream run and say, Faith say, no, remember dad's truck. And so that ate my lunch until I thought I got an idea. I'm going to loosen up my boundaries a little bit here. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to have, we're going to do ice cream runs, but we're going to put towels down in my floorboards. We're going to put towels in my seats. We put kids in the seats and we're going to put towels in the kids laps and we're going to go get some ice cream before we went i had a long talk with the kids and explained to them you know in great detail how important it was not to get the ice cream in the neutral everybody's always scared to death mm-hmm. to begin with you know it's been months <laughs> since the ice cream run everybody got it real clear we did the ice cream run we get home and it's like flawless and no issues whatsoever. i hit the garage door opener i'm pulling in the garage and i'm thinking to myself the whole problem the whole time was I just never emphasized it enough. You know, I just didn't make it important enough and clear enough. And from now on, I'm going to emphasize, make every, all my boundaries are going to be insanely clear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it clear. Pulling the truck, pulling the, in the garage and ice cream comes flying from the black back seat between you and I, she's in the seat next to me and onto my dashboard 
and man, I just, I just inside, I lose it. Mm-hmm. And because they threw it, I mean, you know, I don't have to ask anybody. There's only one way ice cream goes flying through your truck and that's somebody threw it. Okay. That's, that's my thinking. So I'm, I'm about to lose it, but as you know, I'm learning what love is. I'm learning that, that love is patient, that love seeks truth. But I don't care about any of that right now. All I care, care about is my truck. And I turn around, and, and Grace looks like the guilty party, face holding uh, her cup. She's still got her ice cream. Kennedy doesn't have any, but Grace has got two cups. So, Kennedy, you know, and I'm thinking it's her. And unfortunately, Grace is the one that hides under her bed for eight hours if I fuss at her. Yeah. You know, if it had been Faith, I could have just kicked her out of the truck and <laughs> she'd have been playing in a room five minutes later. Yeah. But Grace, you know, and. And I, and I knew Grace wouldn't throw the ice cream. Right. Like, I knew she wouldn't throw the ice cream, but I knew she did. Mm-hmm. And so I was about to give it to her big time. I mean, let her have it, have it. And I turn around for a split second to pause, to attempt to gather myself, and the ice cream on the dashboard's melting behind the buttons on my radio. And my past truck had a sticky button for years <laughs> because Coke got behind that button. And every time I pressed it down... It would stay down. Like I carried a little pin, thin pocket knife or a toothpick. I could pop it back out and like, don't touch that button. You know what I mean? And um, and now my brand new truck is about to have sticky buttons. I had no idea what to do, but suddenly that was all that mattered. And so I wrapped my lips around the button on the radio and I started sucking the ice cream out. Yes, you right? did. You're not lying. <laughs> yep. From behind the button and it worked. <laughs> Yep, and you were looking at me like... But we were traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all were. I, I was. No, you weren't traumatized. I was traumatized. <laughs> and um, But anyway, that gave me long enough to turn around and say what happened to ask. You know, to I'm sure it wasn't the kindest, but at least I asked without exploding what happened. And then Grace explained that, you know, Ken, you taught Kennedy to do the front flip out of his car seat, Dad. And I took his cup because I knew when he did the first the front flip, he would spill ice cream. So Grace took his cup. Then she's like, what, six? You know what I mean? I mean, she's like going above and beyond yeah. trying to. She's like, I promise you. She's about to cry saying she, she promised she did her best. And I, I'm about to blow up. And so I asked what happened. And she explains all that. She says when Kennedy did the flip out of the seat, she was holding his cup. And his heel hit the cup and the ice cream. Like, yeah. she's like. What, how they do it, I have no idea, but that's what happened. And then in that moment, I couldn't be so angry anymore. Okay. So when I tell the story in the book, I'm, a, I'm here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veer off. Okay. When I tell this story in the book, what I'm trying to share with you is that when you seek the truth and, and you find it, and, and the truth is that somebody was really doing the best they could, it's not so hard to not be so angry. And that my responsibility was to love my daughter not love my truck. That's the, that's the point I'm making in the book. But, but um, here's where I'm going to veer off. If Grace had actually been throwing the ice cream, it would have been a completely different situation. Okay? And in and, and, and this situation where she wasn't and she was doing her best, all I could do was suck the ice cream out from behind <laughs> my buttons, clean the mess up, and love my daughter. Mm-hmm. And thank her for doing the best she could 
And then we'll talk about no more flips out of the, uh, <laughs> the car seat, Kennedy, when there's ice cream and, and, and whatever else we need to deal with. That was all I could do. That was the best I could do. And, and, and that was so much better than loving my truck and letting my daughter have it whenever she'd done the best she could mm-hmm. and failing as a father, failing to love my daughter. If she had actually thrown the ice cream, I would have had a whole different problem. Mm-hmm. And my first thought, though, when I think that, and even till recently, when I thought, man, if she'd have thrown that ice cream, then I would have had permission to love my truck. In other words, my first thought is, if you threw the ice cream, now I can give it to you for messing up my truck. But now I'm going right back mm-hmm. to loving my truck again. Right. And my responsibility is not to love my truck, right. but to love my daughter. But I have a boundary. I have a boundary that says, you don't throw ice cream in my truck. And you threw it. So a boundary is to heck with you, Grace. I could care less. I have a boundary that says you don't throw ice cream in my truck. And you threw it. So no more ice cream runs and no more whatever else. That's how I have to enforce my boundaries. What else am I going to do? That's my boundary. And what, I, what I'm trying to argue is that love is its own boundary. And I'm going to pa- try to paint this picture for you here. If I love Grace and she actually threw the ice cream, I still don't have to love my truck for my truck to get protected. I don't have to love myself for myself to get protected. I have to love Grace. Yeah. And if I love Grace, then I, I can't take her on another ice cream run, at least not until I'm convinced she'll never throw it again. Not because ice cream will end up in my truck, though, but because my daughter is going to become bitter and selfish and and tearing things up and and she she what she's going to do she's going to become what will destroy her own life Mm -hmm. and so i discipline her not for my sake but for her sake and that's the boundary that you're talking about that's the boundary of love that's what i couldn't get in my head when what you meant by love is its own boundary right but that's it yes and here's the beautiful thing if my boundary is you don't throw ice cream in my truck and she throws it. And then I do whatever I do to her to protect my truck or my stuff or me or whatever it is. Um, in the end, I know I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm supposed to love my daughter, not love my truck. I'm supposed to love my wife, not myself. And, but if, if, if I, if I do it anyway, that the wrong way I'm protecting my stuff over time, that haunts me. Mm-hmm. It brings me shame. It puts it, it builds a wall between me and my daughter. Yeah. She knows she's not welcome around my truck. She doesn't feel welcome in my truck, you know. So it comes with all this baggage, these boundaries that are for me without regard for you do. But if I love my daughter, then we can sit down and have a talk. And if I have to discipline her, I have to discipline her. If I if I if 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 that means we're not gonna do any more ice cream runs. If she's going to throw ice cream in my truck, we'll never ever throw, do another ice cream run until she is willing to change her mind and change her heart, and she she would never want to throw it again. Then we'll do them again. My truck just gets protected in the process. Yeah. That is the boundary of love. Right. One of the things I say a lot is that boundaries are lines we draw when we fail to love. And I know people are thinking, what does that mean? And, and that if you that love is its own boundary, and if you love, you don't need boundaries. And all I mean is that if you if I love Grace, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna participate in her throwing ice cream. So I no longer need a boundary that says you can't do this to my truck. It's not even necessary. Like way before I ever needed that, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna help her do that mm-hmm. at all. So after so after this, um, and thinking through all of this for this, I thought, you know what, I wanna hear you know, I couldn't have somebody on the podcast. I wish I could have. If y'all know somebody who jump on with me, I'd be happy to jump on their podcast. They could jump on mine. I'd like to talk about boundaries. Like I really would. Um, but I, I couldn't find that person. So I just did the searching like I mentioned to y'all before. So let's let's read us the scripture you have there. And this is someone, this is someone arguing this is a boundary that Jesus had. And let's see, is it a boundary? Is it not, or is it the boundary of love? But it comes from Matthew 16, 21 to 23, and says, From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Yeah, and so, and then the argument that was made with this scripture was that Jesus had, was, was laying down a boundary when he told Peter, get behind me. And I would say that most of the time, I think that, I think maybe this was a good example for when we're trying to have boundaries because we're trying to get somebody else behind us. You know, I'm trying to get grace to quit messing my truck up. Um, so it's for me. So boundaries, selfish boundaries are for me without God for you. The boundary of love is for you, not me. So now we got to look at this and Jesus is saying, get thee behind me. Saying, you know, that's clearly if you want to, you know, that's not traditionally what I would call a boundary, but I, I get it. You know, that he's saying, he's telling somebody to get out of his way instead of letting him stay in his way. But if you want to know if it's a boundary, a selfish boundary, or the boundary of love, you have to ask, why was he doing that? Love has love is its own boundary. Well, Jesus was doing that so he could go to the cross for Peter yeah. and for us. So a selfish boundary would have been to to say for Jesus to say he's not going to the cross. He'll do anything, but he's not going to go to the cross for us. And that would have been for Jesus, not for us. Mm-hmm. But when 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 Jesus is here is saying to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, of all things, he was doing that for Peter's sake. Mm-hmm. He was doing that for our sake. And so that he could take our place. So you want to know if it's the boundary, a selfish boundary, a boundary of love, you have to ask yourself why. And almost like pro- probably 90% of the time, I've had conversations with, with boundaries people, um, or pro boundaries authors and um, I almost never disagree with doing what they did. In this case, I don't disagree with you know Jesus saying telling Peter to get out of the way. But I, but if it's a selfish boundary, I never agree with why, because the why is for yourself. So boundaries they teach are for you. Your boundaries are for you, and I'm saying that's selfishness, and that's gonna hurt you. In the end, it'll wreck you, and it's going to cause you to hurt all the people around you, and you don't need those selfish boundaries if you love these people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's give one more example before we wrap this up. This is another scripture that, that was used as an example of what of Jesus having a boundary. What was it? It's in Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, 
Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Yeah. So I would say that's like clearly a boundary. You know, I mean, there's no question. It's a boundary that my children should honor their mother and their father. But that could be a selfish boundary or it can be the boundary of love. Mm -hmm. It could be either one. Well, what I want to do when I read that scripture and I'm a father, I'm thinking, yeah, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm liking this a whole lot. No. Bring the honor. (laughs) And I have justification for whenever you're dishonorable, when you're disrespectful, whenever you, when you do, when you throw ice cream in my truck, mm-hmm. I have justification to let you have it. I have justification to tell you why you'll never ever do that to me again. I have justification for everything. But that's not what that's saying. Yeah. It, it doesn't say honor your mother and your father so that your father will be honorable. Right. What does it say? Honor. It says honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So yeah. it's for the children. That's right. It's not for the parents. So the why, so you, again, we're asking why. Yeah. Right. And the why is not so dad gets honored. Right. That would be a selfish boundary. So it's the boundary of love. But you were trying to teach me all those, <laughs> all those <laughs> we're times. teaching each other. <laughs> yeah. But the boundary of love is it's for my children. Right. And so whenever I enforce selfish boundaries, I, they become walls between me and the people I say I love mm-hmm. because I'm failing. To, I'm trying. I want to love them. I really do want to love them, but I'm failing to love them. And they become walls between me and the people I'm trying to love. And, and, and I can tear all those walls down and I don't have to worry about my truck and I don't have to worry about being honored or any of that stuff. If I will truly love my children, do what's best for them. If I'll truly love my friend, you know, people tell me all the time, what are, you know, I say, hey, you know, boundaries are not a good thing. You, you need the boundary of love. And they're like, oh, you just get let everybody walk all over you all the time. You're just going to be a doormat. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, not, not even close. Like less than you will with your boundaries mm-hmm. because I love them. And if I love them, if I love my friend and they're walking all over anyone, I'm out. I'm not going to help them do it. But I have their, you know, I have the responsibility. The easy thing about boundaries is it's not easy. They're harder in the end. But all I have to do is is try to send the signal. Most people don't even tell people they have boundaries. They just have them and get offended when they, somebody crosses them, don't know they're crossing mm-hmm. them. But they just make it clear that that's not acceptable. That's all they have to do. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, they can get away from that person. Um, when you have the boundary of love, you have you have to do a little more. You have to explain to the person why you think what they're doing is not best for them. And then you get protected in the process. Mm-hmm. And if you love people, you'll do that quicker. So... I don't know. I hope that helps bring more clarity because this is, I would say this is the hottest thing that I say all the time that always lands me in hot waters. I get unfollowed all the time on Instagram. My my unfollows spike every time I Mm -hmm. say, um, don't have boundaries, but I love you. So I want to tell you the truth. And I'm not saying live a boundary free life. I'm saying live a loving life and love will be your boundary. And you won't need all them other ones. Right. And that love is its own boundary and it's for you without regard for me. That's right. But the selfish boundary that the world talks about is all about me and not with regard for you. That's right. So. That's it. Well, 
You summed it up well. So till next <laughs> time, trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.